Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. I'm Larry. And I'm Vince. Welcome to the show where we talk all things cryptid, Sasquatch, aliens, hauntings, and anything paranormal you would like to share with us. You can reach us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. So settle in, open your mind, and enjoy the show. Back to Cryptid Crossroads 505. We're back doing it once again for y'all. Welcome back to the CCR 505 studios here in uh, beautiful Albuquerque. Now, I just came in from the outside and uh, looks like we might get some much needed rain. I hope so. We do need it. Yeah, yeah we, we talked about this on a couple of our past episodes how there's a lot of fires, so everything's shut down. We can't go to our, uh, our spot. We yeah. actually we can't go anywhere. No. Um, well, there's a few lakes open still, but uh, nothing of interest to us. No. Uh, in, in the state right now, everything's kind of locked up tight, you know. it's. I don't think we're going to be going out there anytime soon either. But anyway, you know, on, on a different note, have you seen that California started restricting uh, water usage? No, I haven't seen that. So they passed a law where... Uh, right away grass it's illegal so you can't water it they're pulling it up and uh, they're taking some drastic measures but they have to they got a big population and no water right well i was going to say we're not far behind that because right. uh our river is drying up i know so i want you people out there to take this seriously because you know they make beer with water so let's conserve and let's be responsible adults out there responsible patrons of this planet we need Clean water, right? and and let's be honest, we we need water for life. Period. Yeah, no shit. No. Anyway, we got off. You know, we got off topic, but we just want to bring that to you. To yeah. Well, what was on topic was uh, oh. that's what's going on. That's why it is going on. And if you look around, you see it. But tonight right. we're going to talk about our favorite topic once again, Sasquatch. Um, but before we do, we're going to give our shout out to you. We always do a little toast to our fans out there and. This is to you. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Come and join us. That's right. <sighs> Does it every time. That's what you call antifreeze. It is, but you know, that, that's really props. Um, I hope you guys think we're good actors because that's really just apple juice. Apple juice. A little bit of dye. But it's a... Uh, it's from Concentrate. That's right. <laughs> All right. Now, now that we're getting on the Sasquatch topic, I know you, you watched a documentary, but yeah. real quick, I want to throw this in there. Um, some guys at work, now I don't know why they always ask me these questions, but wow. they, they come up and they talk about, there's a lot of fires uh, in the Southwest period. Right. And they ask me, what do you think's going on with the Sasquatch population? I said, well, they're, they're, um, they're pretty intelligent. I'm sure they've seen fires, so... Who knows where we go camping? There's no fire. It's more toward the Los Alamos area, right? So they could be hunkered down there, or else they could have moved into Colorado. No, you know, and you're right. I think we talked. We kind of touched on that episodes back when the fires first started, right? And yeah, you know, I wonder the same thing. I just like the question your friend asked. I know they're intelligent. 
you know, they're masters of their domain. That's why I said they probably smelled the smoke and they knew, you know. Go the other way. Go the other way and go far away. Uh, but, you know, we don't know. Right, we don't know. And that, that's why I always kind of laugh. I'm like, because they ask me, I'm like, mm-hmm. and <laughs> they're, they're like, they ask you because you've got this podcast. And, and while well, they know I'm out there all the time. And, so. and you're the researcher. Okay, so now you you just barely, very, very briefly uh, told me about this documentary you watched. Oh, okay. I will touch base on it. Um, <clears throat> so it's a new UFO documentary. It's called Tear in the Sky. And I, I've been seeing it, you know, it was advertised for months before it came out. And, you know, it was all over like uh, Amazon. And where did I see it? Uh, YouTube and Amazon. And, you know, the biggest social media uh, places to, well, Amazon's not social media, but they carry a lot of, a lot of videos that uh, you find on YouTube. And so what this documentary is, it's a, uh, I guess she she knows William Shatner, and I'm wondering if he funded it. Uh, so she goes out, her and her crew, for five days, and they just scour the skies there in uh, Southern California. Um, I think by the Catalina Islands, yes. Because okay. one of them is actually set up post on the Catalina Islands. The other two are inland on the coast of California. And they triangulate with cameras and everything, and they got some pretty good footage they actually got footage like a tic tac their own self oh wow and uh the 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 last part of it it's called a tear in the skies because they see like the clouds lighting up and then lights start coming out of the cloud and they're wondering if it's a wormhole and as they slow the camera down you see one just pop up and then it just kind of like fades away so they're wondering did we get a glimpse of a wormhole a portal uh who knows it was interesting. I'm not going to say that's what it was, but I'll tell you what, it caught my attention. But anyway, that's, that's you know, in a nutshell. And uh, if you get a chance, check it out. Um, and you said that's on Amazon? Amazon, YouTube. I'm going to have to check it out on YouTube because yeah. I don't uh, have Amazon. Okay, yeah, you could rent it from YouTube, uh, Amazon. Uh, do you <clears> have, what, what, what streaming services do you have? Uh, the free ones. Okay, for movies. <laughs> uh, uh, I, well, I, I don't. Do you have Voodoo? Uh, no. Okay, yeah. I don't believe in those little dolls in the pens. <laughs> oh, pins. I know. The voodoo that you do. <laughs> no, I, I, you know what, I, I have a Discovery Plus. I, I don't get a lot mm. of the streaming services because I don't watch a lot of TV. Um, 90% of the TV I watch is Bigfoot related. I forgot. And the other 10% is UFOs. I forgot he's not married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I, I I just try and catch these because it keeps me up to date with what's going on out there. Um, do I watch a lot of TV? Maybe I do. Do I read? A lot. Uh, yeah, and see, that's what I need to do, more reading. Uh, I already have the TV shelf. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know, I I work a lot and I, yeah. I commute. I, I work out of town, so that on the work days, it's the TV don't even come on. Right, no, no, it's all good. Anyway, back to the squatches. So, you know, that was the a quick summary of... Well, a tear in the sky. I suggest yeah. check it out. But here's another thing uh, on the squatches. What was what was I just thinking? Man, I lost my train. Okay, well, let, let me just, uh, I'll, I'll give you a chance to get it back. Okay. Before we go, while well, you were talking about the UFOs. Now, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I commute to work, and on, on the way to work uh, around, it's central New Mexico, a town called Grants. <clears throat> there was something in the sky. 
when we go to work in the morning, it's still dark. There was two lights real close to close together. Right. It was for over a week. Now, this is when the fires first started. There was fires up by Santa Fe and Mora. And there was every day, every morning, there was two things in the sky that had never been there before. And me and my friend noticed and we we're talking about it as we're driving. And after a week, they're gone. Wow. Now... So they were like, they're permanently just... They were just there. Just hanging and... Now, I thought, one of my thoughts was maybe it was a drone from the government watching the fires. Right. Or was it something extraterrestrial seeing what's going on down here? Mm, who knows? Who knows? These dumb idiots are killing their environment. Oh, yeah. But the cool thing is you said it hung there and lights just don't hang there. And, and there was two of them. Yeah, and if they're a, a big star, one and a smaller one. About them. Right, but like I said, where are they now? Uh, well, if you said they're gone, then who knows? So, yeah. I mean, those are things, and is that a UAP? Yeah, it is, because we can't identify it. Right. We don't know what the hell it is. Right, um, uh, me and my friend, there's three of us at Carpool. Uh, me and my friend were talking about it, and the third guy, he's, a, he's the biggest skeptic on everything. Oh, he says, you could do anything with computers because we talk about the videos like we see and stuff. Tom, we tried to Photoshop you and make you look good, but it still <laughs> didn't work. Yeah. No, but anyway, I know what I was thinking of. Um, so out of the blue, I was on my little, because I have a little computer I carry with me everywhere. And I was just scrolling, looking through Sasquatch, Bigfoot. I stumbled across a page that was talking about the Nephilim. And it brought my interest back because we've talked about right. the Nephilim be before. But this book, I, I took, you know, like the first two chapters that Amazon offers you. And it, it's about the Nephilim and civilization. It, it, it goes back further than the Bible. And through these writings, this guy that spent his life looking at, you know, all the cuneiform and, and all the imagery and everything. And he kind of gives a chronological time frame of like the Nephilim and from the fall, you know, um, and it just it it's it's a deep read. You can't just zoom through it. You got to pay attention to what it's <clears throat> saying. So it's going to be a slower read. But it caught my attention. That being said, there's always been said that the squatches are nephilim. Some people right. believe that. Right. And, and and we've talked about it. And I I don't believe that. I I don't. But I can't dismiss it totally because we don't know enough. Well, now the reason a lot of people associate them with the nephilim. Is because of some of the abilities, like, like they say they disappear or whatever. Cloak, cloak, right? Uh, I mean, it it does, but I have my personal thoughts. I'm like because Nephilim, I get it. People see the size of these things and they're like, oh my god, that that was a giant. They want to associate it with Nephilim, and like you said, because of the supernatural powers that some people say it are, but are they really? I don't know, but. Okay, now, if we look back to Expedition Bigfoot, I think it was the second uh, series, or what is it? What, what's the word on Series? Mm. <laughs> but, uh... Episode. Not, not second episode, the second... Second season. season. Okay, do you remember when they found that hand in the rock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six fingers. Yeah. Okay, now, everything I've ever seen associated with the Bigfoot is five fingers, five toes. But that one was six, so... That may have been Nephilim, but that I, I that's why one of the things I don't believe, uh, one of the reasons I don't believe Bigfoot is Nephilim, I, I because they have five digits. Well, not only that, 
all the Nephilim people said that they've encountered that they know are Nephilim, they had the double road teeth. Right. Yeah, so they all did. And um, I, I've never heard that about a Bigfoot, but, um, and there's people who've been close enough to see the teeth because right. they said they have like the blocky teeth. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So I, I just don't, you know, we'll put that one to rest. We still may talk about it, but, you know, I thought about it, thought about it. And then after reading almost two chapters of this book, I said, no, they, these creatures can't be Nephilim because this, he takes history and he's trying to make theological studying, you know, like theology and archaeology and, and he's just trying to make it an easy read, which is tough. Right. But he does a good job of it, and that's why I'm like, you still got to pay attention because it is archaeology and history and chronological well, dates. Right. And I'm glad you said that because when I read these kind of books, they're never an easy read for me. No. I mean, there's a, a lot of, for me, a lot of backtracking. They'll right. say, oh, wait, 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 who was that guy? Right. And you know what? And truthfully, that's that's what studying is. Yeah. You know, you don't read a book one time through and I know it all. Right. You know, you reference it and that's, you know, that's why you have reference pages and whatnot. Right. Now, now the Bigfoot uh, being associated with Nephilim, I've also heard it uh, associated with Neanderthal. And now I would lean more toward that than I, Nephilim. I would also. Just because they're... I mean, there are just so many similarities. Uh, people say, no, this and that. Uh, but no. we don't know. We don't know. They say the Neanderthal died out. We don't know. We don't they're, know. They're, they're finding uh, uh, creatures every day that they thought died out thousands right. of years they're ago. They're extinct, so we don't know. But you know what? That was one of the theories I was leaning to, like, from the early days. I was thinking, you know, if they're so human, you know, and we split, maybe they are Neanderthal um, for just... You know, the way people describe the head, the cranium, the, the teeth, that's like Neanderthal. It's it's similar. 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 I mean, they, because, they could have been a branch or a race of Right, because Neanderthal. Neanderthal, their features were more a lot like ours, but bigger. Right. Now, it's funny, I, I, I had forgot all about this, but the other day I watched, uh, I watched Thinker Thunker, you know who he is, mm -hmm. on, on YouTube. And he was, uh, he was going through something because... Todd Standing uh, and, well, uh, what's a Survivor Man, Les Stroud? Les Stroud. They, they called him out on something, and he's like, I didn't do nothing. I just showed the videos. I, I, if anything, I ruled in their favor. So he went back, and he, like, showed Patty 3D with no hair and the proportions to, like, us. Right. Now, the Sasquatch Patty, they have the a little bit flatter nose, right. but they got the huge lip because the nose is shorter. Right. Now ours, our nose is bigger. Right. And uh, there was, the way this all started was people saying those Sasquatch videos that uh, Todd Standing has were him in, in a costume. Because of the lip? Well, he, he measured them and they don't match up. See? No, and, and that's what I'm saying. Uh, because I heard that also as well. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Look at the the one that was staring like toward the end through the log when they zoom in. That one looked like a chimpanzee. Right. But it, you could tell that's that's not that's not a costume. Right. Now, if you guys aren't familiar with Thinker Thunker, he's on YouTube. He's right. he is an outdoorsman, but he does a lot of these uh, video breakdowns, and he's actually one of the better ones. He is. And when we mention books, people, places, or things, we don't get to push it out no we just want you to be informed like we are right right it's and that's why we're here right and and I mean if these people write the book you know 
If I buy it, then I give them credit for what they've done, their research. And, you know, that's why I say we, we don't steer you in no direction. You make your own, right, your own but mind. make no mistake, if uh, we see a documentary and some other stuff and it's... It's bullshit. It's, and it's, we'll call it. <laughs> we'll call it. Well, like my niece says, uh, I was in Gallup last week and my, I have a, a niece that's in fifth. She's going to sixth grade and she said, that's sus. That's sus. I'm like... What are you talking about? You know how these kids have a language? She goes, that's short for suspect. That's sus. sus. So I'm like, okay. So some of this stuff is sus. No, you know? <laughs> the, these younger, these young kids are saying that's suspect. I didn't even use that word until I was like in high school. Ah, that's suspect. Well, to me, that was a bad word because that means they were accusing me of a crime. I'm a suspect. Right. No, no, no. That's basically what it is. It, it's, you're like, when you say that suspect, you're like, that ain't right. Something's right, wrong. Right. Oh, my God. That's funny. Yeah. How do we get off track? We just hope you like it. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's it's a podcast. We're here, we're here to talk about what we like. and We're here to entertain you. But we, we do it. get off track, but it, it's all, it all ties in. It does. We bring it back. Yeah. We do. We do. Anyway, you know, back to that. Uh, that's one of my biggest reasons why I don't think squatches are Nephilim because, like we said, the digits, the teeth, everything. Right. Now, just a, a little uh, fun fact for you. Now, I carpool, if, if you're familiar with New Mexico, I, I work north of Grants, New Mexico. I carpool, I carpool all the way to Laguna. I have a friend there. He's Laguna. He's been, he's been on this podcast before talking about Shadow Man and yeah. stuff. Now... There's a place called uh, Siama, right? Right before he gets to Laguna. Right. Now he has family all over there because he's from the area. His wife has family. <clears throat> now it's 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 like what we call high desert. There's not a whole lot of trees, but there are some trees. Uh, but some people he know. This is a few years back. They were going hunting, and they went back in those. They're not really mountains. They're foothills, but they found tracks, Bigfoot tracks. And, and I did not dismiss it because you could pass from the Zunis through there into the higher mountain ranges. I, I was going to say that. You know, this won't be the first time the Sasquatch was pictured in a desert environment. Right. And same as the Sandias. We had a, a professor at UNM in Gallup that got in trouble for taking his class on an expedition because he spent $1,000 of the college's money. I mean... Uh, well, they could take 10000 to take someone golfing. Right, but that falls under the athletics. I, I agree, it's bullshit, but I see what they're doing. You can't do this. Well, here's my biggest pet peeve. I think it would have, wouldn't have even come to the surface. What brought attention to it, and I say it as myself, as what I know about business and accounting and whatnot, which you'd have to pay me to know, um, the words Sasquatch Expedition or Bigfoot, something caught someone's eye when they were processing payment. And, yep, and not only that, it was a big story on the news. That's the only reason it was what it was. They, they could have, you know, just settled it at the college level, but since it was on the news, of course they had to do something. You're going to tell me he would have got questioned if he would have put 57,000 or 5,700 for... Uh, Biology, a, no, no, a tour no, in uh, the mountains. A fossil expedition up in the... The San yeah. They would have said, approved, go. Now, we've heard uh, stories about the Bigfoot and the Sandias. That's why he went there. And uh, on the Albuquerque side, I was like, I don't know. I don't see it. But uh, I've hiked up there. And the higher you get, it does get a little thicker. Right. And and uh, it's funny because when I hiked up there, um, 
I don't know if it was before or after my encounter, but I did hear stuff because I was way up there on the trail by myself and I heard tick, tick, tick like that. And yeah. I was like, nah, not here. But we went for a ride around the backside of the mountain and it's thicker. It is but thicker. the only problem is there's no camping, everything. You, you, there's no access. No. Well, because people live there and those roads are just roads to get them home. And there's a lot of like, you can't go on the property right and, and i get it that mountains it's you know they buy it to live and and kind of preserve it but you know there are no camping sites there you can drive to the tram you can drive through it right and if you come to some of these roads they're going to end paved because that's where the people stop and it turns into dirt you could take it you'll get to maybe santa fe or somewhere but it's going to be a rough ride and a slow ride right and and also um we've heard stories uh from credible people even our our own father right. uh, actually I, I didn't hear it firsthand my mom told me years after but the connell the connell divide area You're right now that has the most trees because it's like the highest point on i-40 in new mexico right and and you, you know why they call it the connell divide right that's where when rain falls right there, some of it runs east. Some right, runs right. East. It, it's it's a peak basically, right. yeah. but it, it runs all the way up through Colorado and right. stuff. But um, my our dad saw one, and I, I've had other people who've seen them, not necessarily on Continental Divide, but that that forest goes back to the Zuni Mountains or even Blue Water around right. Blue Water Lake. People have told me they've seen stuff. Yeah, no. Well, McGaffey, uh, you know what? If you look like a, my son Jimmy asked, reached out and said, where can I find the map of the sighting? So I told him to go online and Google it. And because he was up in Washington and he's like, tell Uncle Vince, we need to come up here. Because first they wanted to go to Big Thicket, but he's seen how much publicity where Sasquatch is everywhere in the Pacific Northwest. And he's like, what? He said, what's up? And I said, it, there's a lot of sightings up there. He, so he Googled it. He saw the map like New Mexico versus up there. He's like, we need to come up here. <laughs> there's there's sparse sightings here. Now, I don't believe they're all recorded because mine was never recorded. Right. I reached out to BFRO, they weren't. And, 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 and in this area, this area is different because uh, we have a lot of native tribes and they don't give up information easily. No, and you know, I, I, I do believe that it is skewed because people here will not report it as to where the pacific northwest are used to it right right it's it's it's, it's been it's, reported since the 50s <laughs> it's it's part of their lifestyle their culture because right. everywhere you go there's bigfoot paraphernalia but here they're going to call you crazy but I, I think you know we do get a lot of sightings here because let's face it these creatures are not harnessed they're not a chain they're not your dog they're not in the kennel and they travel from Theoretically, they travel. They could travel like a hundred miles in a night because they're built for it. And, right. Uh, and us, not so much. Not so much. So <clears> you know, <throat> you know, not to get off topic, but I just had a, a, a crazy idea. You know how, like in the dispensaries, they have all these different brands of marijuana. Right. They have Fruity Pebbles. They have a, a what do you call it? The Blues Brothers. Right, you know, right. Blushy. Why don't we get with somebody to make like a, a super powerful strand and we'll call it Bigfoot? Right, because it'll knock you out. It'll stomp you to the ground. Wait, I don't. I shouldn't have said that on the. No, you're fine, but I don't. I don't mess with none of that. No, I'm. I'm not saying, but I'm. I'm saying yeah. we could get somebody because you're the money guy. Yeah, I am. The I'm, money I'm guy. talking the business point. See, now he's talking money. Now let's go. <laughs> there you go. 
No. No, I'm, I'm just surprised someone hasn't thought of that. Or maybe they have, I just don't know. You know what, and, and they, they it'll, it'll come, just, I mean, you're looking at legalization in the states that happened slowly over a period of time, but half of them are there. It's, it's a matter of time before they become like the pizza industry where Bigfoot, you know, three pound pizza with all the meat. Yeah. No, no, they, they, they sold those in Walmart. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, now. And so you'll walk into a dispensary and there'll probably be a two pound joint, Bigfoot. Bigfoot, <laughs> there you go. Now, it's funny because uh, going back, we talked about the documentary that uh, Bobcat Goldthwait, when they're in the, before they go out to right. the Patterson Gimlin site, they're in the town there yeah. and they got the Bigfoot burgers. Are you up? No. Oh. We got the bit. They had the Bigfoot burgers. Yeah, and no, I was like, no. I was like, man, I could I eat, eat one of those. And the bun shaped like a foot. I'm yeah. like, I, I could definitely try one. And of those. you know what? I, I, I'm in the Bigfoot sites, and for some reason, everybody sends me Bigfoot stuff that they find. And I seen one where uh, they made a meatloaf shaped like a foot, I saw and that. they put onions as a toenails. I, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> that is cool. Just, but people are creative when it comes to Bigfoot. They are, but, I, I'm, you know, it, it, it makes me happy because when people think of Bigfoot, they say, I think of you. Yeah, well. I don't know if it's because I stink or what. But. Well, it's, it's because of this. And they all listen to your podcast. Yep. And they should tell a friend. You should tell a friend. Now, now a friend. one more thing I did find since we're on the Bigfoot topic uh, is on one of these Facebook pages. I don't know if you've seen it. The uh, It's a it's an air freshener or something that says Bigfoot. I haven't seen and it. And they said and that actually smells like a Bigfoot something and it smells like trash and rotten meat. You're, you're like, oh. Your girlfriend's going to be like, oh, you have air freshener? She'll be like, oh. Then I'll come over, let's get drunk. I don't have a girlfriend no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's every week. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I would say every other week. Yeah, yeah no. Anyway, you know, back to the Bigfoot topic. Back I, to the big man. I think, you know, we've talked about a few things tonight, but I think, you know, seriously, because we touched on the is it extinct topic. I, I seriously think at sometimes that these could be gigantopithecus, just <laughs> pithecus. <laughs> it could be Roger Moore yeah, too. <laughs> well, you know what I meant. Gigantopithecus. Pithecus. 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 Anyway, you know. He has a speech in Tonight I do. Anyway, you know what we're talking about. Neanderthal. Why can't that ape survive? Right. And that's just it. We don't know. And there's a, like, I know there's some people who are out in the field, like Maria, like she was with the chimps, but I think the majority of these people, they're just. Sitting on a desk, they're going by sightings or stuff they receive. Uh, an example, okay, uh, that for a long time they said there was no more wolves in New Mexico, and that's why they wanted to start uh, introducing the Mexican the gray wolf. Mexican gray wolf. Okay, yes. <clears throat> now I got to call bullshit on that because when we were younger, our dad was a, a, a hunter. He would go every year with his friends, uh, and he would tell us stories about running into timber wolf. We told him about that. Last I episode. know, but. I'm just... Oh, uh, you're reiterating... No, yeah, yeah. about the the Neanderthal being extinct. Oh, yeah. no, no. I mean, I'm true. just saying, if they thought there were no wolves, and there were, why couldn't there be... And that's a good example, because... And, uh, and I believe that a, an animal will adapt to its environment, and maybe that's why they got hairier. Now, I don't want to bust the bubble, but... Just like cooking an egg? Yeah, so you've been watching all the episodes of Expedition Bigfoot, right? 
I don't know if it's the one I just watched or one back. Uh, should I bust it? Bust it, because I'm, I'm going to watch it anyway. There's so, nothing on there that could surprise so me. So there's good footage of one caught up, and it was like a 1,000 pounds. It's about 30 feet up in a tree. And it's not them. It was brought to them by a mother and her daughter. They were walking on a trail, and the daughter's just like froze in fear, and the mom, she was, wasn't paying attention. She looked up, and she's like, where are they? She turned around, and they're both startled in fear, just looking at something that she can't see. So when she turns around, and one of the daughters, she actually filmed it, and it's not blurry film. Uh, and she said, do you see it, Mom? Do you see it? Do you see it? See it right there? Once the mom saw it, she said, oh, my God. She said, turn around and walk slowly. Back up, walk slowly. Was it a big one? Yeah. Okay, now, <clears throat> I had all, already up for God. Did you see the one I sent you about the baby in the tree? Yeah, no, yeah, we've talked about that. No, no, I just sent it to you. Oh, no, no. When, today? The It's in the tree still. It was a couple oh, of days yes, ago. Oh, yes, yes, yes. They, they're like, what is this? It's They thought it's a juvenile. Right, for it is it a gorilla? Is that the, that's right? what they're saying? No. But they, they came around from the front and it's kinda of with its head down. It's motionless. Yes. But it's holding on to the tree. It's it's pretty high up. Yeah, it is. Now I'm thinking the mom and dad, they put it there and they I guess they, they instinct instinctively know to be quiet. Right. Just like we see in the turkey hunter video where they're carrying the deer. She puts the deer down, she grabs it out of the bush, a baby. Yeah. And then grabs the deer and takes off. Yeah, no, and you're you're right. So here's my thing. People say, and the footprints suddenly disappeared. If you're not in a clear field, and I would like to go back and hear these eyewitness accounts of the tracks disappearing, I first question I would ask from here out is, was it a clear field or were you still in the forest? <clears throat> if you're still in the forest, then let's start looking up See if you see broken branches. And, and I've told you that before, the theory about right. climbing a tree, tree to tree. Right. Now, one of the famous uh, trackways where they got a lot of footprints, uh, a lot of gate measurements, and it was with, uh, I think, Cliff Barockman, but it was on a beach right, in Northern California, I believe. So, here's but, uh, my, here's but my see, question. there's no trees. That's why they got so many. Yeah. Now, here's a theory I thought about once I saw that. So you know how everyone's like, I hear branches breaking, but I don't see nothing? Couldn't it be something big, strong, and heavy moving Climbing. up there, breaking the branches? Tree to tree. And you know they got the strength if they can knock over one of those big trees. Mm -hmm. And that's that's been my theory from the beginning, because <clears throat> one, they know how to walk. It, well, when I had my... Right. My encounter, I told you I could hear them walking through the bushes. Right. They're intentionally stepping on bushes so they don't leave tracks. And then they get up when the big enough trees close enough, go through the treetops. Maybe not the tops, but at least the middles. And you know what? It's more and more plausible because I thought about that. I'm like, you know what? No one could ever get it on thermal or, or night vision. And branches are breaking all around you and you don't see it. I'm like, but you're in a dense forest. That thing could be going from tree to tree above right. you. And, and, what have, and you don't even know it. And what have we always said? When people hike, what are you doing? Looking you're down. Looking down at your footing. Right, right. I mean, I thought about that and I was like. When, when we went out there with your dogs and we found the tracks and 
at night. Remember your dog was going nuts. Yep. How do we know there wasn't something in the tree up there? We don't. You know what? Because we don't look up. I was cleaning out my pictures and I just was looking at that picture earlier today of your footprint against that other footprint. And I looked at it. This is like the 10th time or about 100th time. But I re-looked at it again and I'm like, that print is more defined than we initially thought. Yes. The more I look at it, I'm like, I would like to put it in a grayscale, and I'll bet we see perfect toes. Right. And uh, a lot of my friends, uh, they questioned it from work, the hunters, because they said, well, you know how bears step in each other's. No. No, I, I told them the front one, we would have seen claw marks. Yep, definitely. And also, even if they step perfectly, you're going to see like an hourglass. Right. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, this, even, even the shape, as I looked at, I'm like, we know that the snow was melting, but, and I truly believe that's why my dog zoomed over there. And there was two sets of tracks. I was like, damn. And that supports my story when there was two there. No, I, but I looked at it today and I was like, holy crap. That's funny you brought that up because I did look at it today. I was like, man, this is more and more defined each time I look at it. Yeah. You know? It, it's just like uh, every time you watch a movie, you see different more and more details detail, right? that you didn't see the first time. It, it's funny how it works, but I mean, I'm, I think we shared it on when we were doing Late Night with Larry. It was in one of our backgrounds. Right, right. Uh, and I know? also sent, I also shared the one uh, they sent me from Cuba, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, <clears throat> that just goes to show you, I, I guess we are obsessed. We are. We are obsessed. Anyway, that's what we wanted to talk to yeah, you about. We, we, we could have went on, but we'll do that next podcast. We will. I'm going to catch up on a, a few of the documentaries and the Expedition Bigfoot, and we'll talk about that too. And maybe some more UFO stuff. Right, and right. Who knows? We might re revisit the ghost. But right now, it's it's hard to because it's squatching season. We got that it on is. the brain. It's like... It is. We're like a dog wanting to go for a walk, waiting for everything to open up. Well, and that's so true because the forests are open and, you know, they, they'd like to keep us out of our own public lands that we buy. Right. Bullshit. But, you know, it, it comes with its, you know, the fires, this and that. Right. I, we're, I, not, we're not dummies. Yeah, no, no, I understand that. It takes one. And, one idiot. And it wasn't even us. It was a controlled burn. And, uh, and this idiot was a government. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you, you always know that, but... Yeah. But one day, we're going to hit the lottery, and we're going to have a cabin up there, and we're going to do 24-hour surveillance. Or, That's right. Or maybe one of you uh, friends of the podcast could start a GoFundMe. <laughs> so we're willing to do that for yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if it makes enough money, we'll, we'll quit our job, and we'll do it all day, every day. For you. With the live we're, camera feed. We're not saying we'll enjoy it, but we'll do it for you. Right. That's right. That's right. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hey, thanks for watching. We hope all you YouTubers enjoyed the show. That's right. And don't forget to reach out to us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. Peace. Peace. <laughs>